Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about building new financial models for existing assets. You own a property that's been performing reasonably well for a number of years. But let's face it, quite a few things have happened in the last 24 months. We've gone through a protracted pandemic. We've experienced supply chain disruptions. We've got a substantial period of high inflation. We're experiencing labor shortages. It's probably been a while since you refreshed the entire financial model for that property since you acquired it a number of years ago. In fact, you've probably evolved your spreadsheet for your financial model since you first went through the underwriting process for that property. The question is simple. If you were to analyze that same property today with today's market conditions, what has changed? There's no question that the risk profile has changed when it comes to investing. Interest rates are up. Labor costs are up. Refinance activity is virtually dried up. With the rise in interest rates, if you had a loan originated in the past five years, refinancing today would most likely be at a higher rate than your existing interest rate. That's resulted in a drop in loan originations, and it's significant. Several lenders have already announced layoffs in their loan departments. Wells Fargo has begun laying off an undisclosed number at its home lending business, more than a week after reporting mortgage origination volume had dropped 33% year over year. That was confirmed last Friday during their earnings announcement. Now would be an excellent time to reanalyze your properties. What has changed since you acquired the property? What's happened to rents? Are your taxes and utility bills the same? What's happened to your insurance costs? Are you spending above or below your projection and leasing commissions? Are your labor rates for your property manager and your maintenance staff the same as when you purchased the property? Should you, in fact, increase your maintenance budgets? We know that prices for air conditioners and water heaters have risen considerably over the last two years. The cost of paint has increased more than 25% since the start of the pandemic. When you reanalyze your property, consider for a moment that you didn't own it. If you applied that zero-based thinking approach, would you purchase that property today knowing what you know now with today's information? If not, why not? Did you pay too much for it? Did the vacancy meet your original projections? How did your actual cash flow compare with your projected cash flow? We often find that cash flow can be easily eroded by even small changes in circumstance. If your unit turnover is higher than you forecast, you could end up spending more of your expense budget on unit turnovers. You might spend more on leasing commissions than you forecast. Not only did you lose a month of occupancy between tenants, you also paid a month of rent and leasing commissions. A simple miscalculation on unit turnover could mean an effective erosion of two months of income that you hadn't forecast. When these projections proved to be optimistic, did you ever go back and update your financial model with the actual income expenses and cash flows? And once you've done all that, you then want to model the property assuming a higher interest rate environment if your loan is going to need renewal in the next few years. It's fair to assume that we'll be seeing higher interest rates for a while. What's that going to mean for your cash flow and your debt coverage ratio in the future? Will you be required to bring additional capital to the table simply to renew the loan when your loan comes due with the existing lender? In the wake of 2008, we saw many commercial properties that were pushed into default simply because they didn't meet the ratios the lender required for renewal of the loan. Imagine if you'd made every single loan payment on time, but now the lender required you to bring an additional 50000 in cash to the table. Or how about if the lender required you to bring an additional half a million in cash just to maintain the loan on a stabilized asset? Could you handle it? If you don't rerun your financial analysis, you're going to be surprised when you get that letter in the mail. One of the shortcomings of Excel is that it's not very good at performing scenario analysis. You might consider performing three different financial models for the same property. 
Is your analysis a best case scenario, a likely case, or is it a worst case scenario? You probably want to do several different versions, model different scenarios. You might consider performing a worst case scenario with higher vacancy than you currently have, and maybe higher unit turnover costs, and maybe higher maintenance costs. How does the financial model look in that case? Do you need to build a larger reserve fund to protect the asset in case one or two unexpected things happen? I find that property investors spend a lot of time performing due diligence prior to purchasing an asset. Then they never look at the model again until they actually have a problem. And then they're left scrambling when they find themselves upside down. As you think about that, consider a proactive and periodic refresh of your financial models for your existing projects and your existing stabilized assets. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.